This is the Stuck Inside Podcast, and I'm Thea. I'm Matt. And we haven't done this in a long time. Nope. We have been on a really long hiatus, yes? A really long hyena. Yeah. Um, We had things going on. We moved. Had some uh, We've been lazy. Yeah, we've been really lazy. We've been lazy. Uh, Also, we've been working a lot. We've been lazy. No, we've been working a lot. Um, so anyway, yeah, I uh, figured we'd get back into it. It's getting into the spooky season, so make some more time for it. Hmm? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> make some more time for it. Okay, so we're just going to get into it, I guess. Move my stuff. No chit-chat. No. I don't feel like No it. chat-shit. No cat-shit. <sighs> Okay, so we watched an episode of um, Unsolved Mysteries <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, and this one was like really, it really stuck out, and I don't, it was just kind of plopped in, in, a, in the middle of other stories that, you know, but, <clears throat> so, and it's still unsolved, but this was an Unsolved Mysteries from what, 1996? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what year it was. I think it was. I, I think no the idea. season was... Season 9? <laughs> yeah. No. It was like season... Or maybe season, season 10? Maybe 11. It was pretty pretty far in there with the uh, Robert Stack episodes. Okay. So, this is The Strange Disappearance of Susan Harrison. I feel like this is going to be a theme because I have one written down to do that's also a disappearance. I love disappearances, but I also hate them. Actually, I have two. Ooh. Disappearances. And I don't know about any of those But I actually either. have to, like, take notes on them. But you know about this one since we watched it together. And then we Well, yeah, but there's more to it than what was on the episode. Yeah, there definitely was. A lot more. I mean, it was like ten minutes of Unsolved Mysteries. So. I mean, really the only redeeming part of that episode was interviewing Right, the husband. interview. Yeah, of the husband. And it was... <sighs> bullshitting ass (laughs) yeah okay but anyway so we're just we're just giving spoilers at this point okay so i'm just gonna start okay so susan harrison was born on march 2nd 1942 to william thomas hurley jr and mary cecilia lynch uh there's not a whole lot about her early life or childhood um she graduated from dana hall in 1960 and then went on to get a bachelor in art history in 1964 so that kind of ties in nicely with the end of the story i don't know the end so i do yes you do because we were like what the fuck oh i don't exactly know the end of the story but that's a lot more happened so she later got a job at the boston museum of fine arts and then was an assistant to the curator of an art gallery in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Is that right? I just put NC. Is that North Carolina? Yes. Okay. I don't. What know. else would it be? Mm. New Congo. Some of these states, man, are so weird. Okay. Some of these states. The yeah. Some of these. They states. haven't changed in a while. <laughs> some of these states. North Carolina keeps moving across the map. <laughs> okay, so at 25, she married Tom Owsley. Hmm. I think I'm pronouncing that Tom right. Tom Bosley? It's O-W-S-L-E-Y. So, Owsley. Sure. 
uh, and settled in Baltimore in 1982. Uh, they had two sons named John and Nick, who were also in that episode. Um, were they both? Yeah. I only remember one. No, they were both in there. Okay. Because I'll they didn't. Word for it. They did not look related at all, and I was like, "We watch this during the day. It's hard to pay attention." During yeah. The day. Um. So they, but they later had an amicable divorce. Like everything was fine, and. It wasn't, they didn't contest anything, really. They got along really well. Um, oh, that's right, because this dude was their stepdad. Yeah. Okay. I remember now. So, in 1988, she marries James Harrison. <sighs> but he went by Jim. <laughs> this relationship was not good. Um, they both drank really heavily, and they often ended up in arguments and physical fights. Flip my page. Okay. So, Jim said Susan would, like, constantly yell and scream at him and destroy things. Her sons, who lived with her, um, said that they never saw anything like that happen. Um, <clears throat> my parents did that. Those were my parents. Until we lost that clap lamp. Oh, yeah, the clap lamp. Both clap lamps, actually. <laughs> but it doesn't stay what year but apparently one night john was off looking at colleges and nick was at his mom's house he says that he woke up at 2 a.m and heard his mom susan and jim fighting uh susan came into nick's room and said jim was hurting her nick called his brother's girlfriend and asked to be picked up when he was waiting outside he saw jim abusing susan like i guess him from through the windows which seems really... So, kid was outside? Yeah. Okay. He was outside waiting. But he wasn't really a kid anymore. He was, like, right about to graduate high school. I mean, I a kid more as in her kid. Yeah. Not child. Yeah. So... Children usually don't wait outside for their girlfriends at night. Of course, with with him seeing that, Jim's like, well, I was just defending myself. Which is always how it goes. Um, the police had come out several times during the course of their marriage and they reported that Susan did have bruises on at least one occasion, but they were unable to get the full story from Jim or Susan. <clears throat> so it seemed like she was trying to like protect him. And they, I want to just mention that these people are like pretty well off. Like Jim yeah, worked. he's a wealthy dude. Oh yeah. He works for like McCormick and shit. So. The seasoning? Yeah. Like the whole company. The gravy packets? Mm-hmm. But he had money. Like, Gravy they lived money. in a giant house and, like, drove really good cars. Like, this wasn't just, like, your run-of-the-mill... Trailer trash. <laughs> I guess. Trailers aren't bad. Yeah, but... It was not like, anymore. It was 1996. Trailers in 1996 were entirely different from trailers now. Right. Trailers now trailers are, Trailers like, now aren't trailers. They're manufactured homes. Oh, and they're awesome, too. And they're huge. They're really nice. Yeah. You can get a whole bathtub that you can fit your whole body in. I want a That's bathtub most like bathtubs. that. No, it's not. I want to put, like, my knees in the bathtub at the same time as my shoulders. Can't you do that in hours? No. And not be covered with water fill it up uh yeah it is i'm not like four foot okay the kids can't even lay down in there like the older kids can't lay down in there and be completely like flat because it's short anyway i mean those big giant like whirlpool tubs those are 
fucking fantastic. I love those. But anyway, <clears throat> so in January of 1994, after all that bullshit and the constant fighting and arguing, Susan leaves Jim. She started her own business <laughs> selling handcrafted lampshades. To be honest. I would do it. I mean. I would do it. If you can make a living. But, you know, she was like, she had that art degree. She knew what she was doing. She worked as a. Also, thing. he came from. From he came money. from seasoning money. Yeah. I don't like, know. I think What that would you, was... if you came from McCormick money, would you rather be... I think <clears> that was his own job. Would you... Okay, I'm just saying, if, if you made McCormick money, would you rather be, like, referred to as gravy packet money? Or would you like to be, like, ground nutmeg money? <laughs> um... I come from the cinnamon stick money. Oh. Okay, but he also got fired from there because he, um... Oh, I think I have Did it. Did he get a golden gravy packet on his way out? I think I have it written in here actually. Um because there were like witnesses and stuff to his behavior. But oh, anyway. To him getting fired? Or just his behavior? His behavior. But anyway, let me get into this because we're giving stuff away. Uh it was called the Shady Lady in Baltimore. Um shortly the business, right? Yeah, the business. Okay. Uh shortly shortly after this, she started seeing him again. Because, of course, so this was January. She's like, I'm done. And then in August, so fucking eight months later, her sons are finally like, nah, and give her an ultimatum. So it's either Jim or, you know, her fucking sons, which should be a no-brainer, especially whenever your kids... Yeah, but ultimatums don't usually work with people like that. No, they really don't. But she actually did, the very next day, decide to leave him for good. So, maybe, you know, finally kind of did work. So, this is where it gets weird. (laughs) Susan was scheduled to fly to Boston on August 6th with her son, Nick. Um, And he was 19 at this point. I'm as bad as Keith Hernandez. You're freaking coughing. Yeah. You don't even have a cough. We don't have a cough button. Okay, so he he was starting college and she was going to fly out there on August 6th. Um... There's two kind of conflicting timelines here, though. I was reading... I read so many different sources and didn't write them down because, of course not. Um, One was a website that Susan's sister had written that, like, gave the entirety of the story. And um, that was actually a big... where I got most of my information from because I don't think there was much on anything else, like, that really went into it. I read, like, her... um, eulogy and stuff but this is like where i got the most information but i got from two different websites so they're kind of conflicting um so one states that she had gone to jim's house on august 5th around 7 p.m and never arrived back home and the other is that her son come came to her house on august 5th and found it empty got to turn the page so he said that her car was gone and the door was unlocked and there was a set of keys on the kitchen table and that he waited until 2 a.m. and then went back home. Um, he had left a note there, too. He had left a note for her saying, you know, call me whenever you get in, and she never called. Um, at this point, everyone was worried because he had went back the next day and she still wasn't there. Um, 
and it continued to try and reach her and Jim throughout the rest of the day. So, like, the very next day, on the 6th, the day that they were supposed to fly out, he's, like, calling, 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 calling her, calling Jim, nobody's answering. And this was, like, before cell phones, too, so he was, like, calling their houses. Um, <clears throat> and he, dro- he fucking drove by Jim's house, and his car was there. So he was like, you motherfucker. And, um... The old days of screening. Right. Just not answering the phone. Just not answering. So, Nick and Susan's ex, Tom, so Nick's dad, Nick and John's dad, reported her missing that afternoon, which is so strange to me because she hadn't been gone a full 24 hours yet that they would know of. Like, I... Missing. I guess if you're, ex- she was expected back though, right? Mm-hmm. She was expected. I would say if you're expected back, and you're not where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. and you've been looked for, right? I mean, I don't. They don't they make you wait 24 hours I think or it's something like 48. that with an adult? Maybe 72. I mean, I guess it just depends though on the circumstances. It does. Like if it you're supposed does. to be back, everybody knows you're supposed to be back, and you don't show up, then it's kind of like, well, where the fuck is she? Yeah. Well, I think the thing with adults is like. Adults can choose to go missing. Right, but they usually don't tell people. No. I don't think. No, I'll be I back. Would, I wouldn't assume, no. I'm going out for cigarettes. <laughs> I'm back in 20. Right, and then never come back. So, um, Classic Father's Day stories. After they reported her missing, the police went to Jim's house after that, um, but realized that he wasn't home. Uh, only his car was, which seems really sketchy to me. Like, super sketch. I remember some of this. Yeah, you you will. It'll kind of come back a little bit. So, all that time that Nick is calling his house, the son is calling his house, he's not there. But, um, let's see. I keep losing my place. And he called them back at 7 p.m. Um, Jim said that Susan came to his house the night before at 10 p.m., uh, after drinking and arguing, he went upstairs to bed. So he goes upstairs at 10. They're drinking and arguing, and you probably remember this part in the show. Vaguely. Vaguely, where he's, like, walking up the stairs and, like, oh, whatever, you're just drunk. Weren't they sitting on the couch? She was. Or something she, like that? Yeah, they were. In, and they just up. randomly got in an argument? Yeah. Because, uh... That was his side of the story. Yeah, it was, because obviously <clears throat> she's gone. But, um... <clears throat> So he allegedly hears, right after he goes upstairs and goes to bed, allegedly Susan gets in her car and leaves. And he hears her car door and sees her drive off. Um, but then <laughs> then he says the next morning he gets up and decides that he wants to take a run. So these are like, I wouldn't say that they're elderly because they're not. They're just um, older. So... It was an obvious lie to the cops because everybody who knew Jim was like, well, he's a fucking alcoholic and he has never been a runner. So, I mean, that kind of came out of the blue and he's like super out of shape. So, he... he, Jim don't run. No. Jim's a fucking drunk. He was, though. He was a fat motherfucker. He ain't running nowhere. So, um, I mean, I really, I hate to like be that guy. And, like, I don't know. I think they both had problems with, like, alcoholism. But, um, 
maybe it just got worse whenever they're together. So <laughs> whenever the cops come to interview him, I guess, uh, he says that he jogged for a while and he caught a train into downtown Baltimore where he spent the whole day until late afternoon whenever he came back to the same stop and walked home. Like somebody who's out of shape saying they jogged for a while is really not a lot of time. (laughs) No, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Because I mean, you're out of shape. Jogging for 10 minutes is going to feel like you jogged for an hour. Right. So, but after this, (coughs) so a half hour after the cops leave, Nick calls again and asks Jim if he knows where Susan was. And Jim's like, what? Like acting all surprised. I was jogging. (sighs) What do you mean? Like he, he asked where, like Nick had asked where Jim had been all day and Jim said home. But whenever Nick pointed out that people had been trying to get a hold of him, he, of course, changes the story. Because that's what guilty people do. (laughs) But he said that he had gone to the Eastern and then just trailed off and caught himself and changed it to downtown. So, again, the next day, whenever... uh, Hold on. I'm trying to find my place. Okay, hold on a second anyway. Oh, yeah. The next day, whenever Susan's brother Bill called Jim, asking him if he knew where Susan was, he acted surprised again and said, I thought she was up there with you, because I guess he lived in a different state and had come down. Um, Apparently his attitude was really off. I mean, we watched that episode and he just seemed like weird. I don't know, he gave me weird vibes. Um, He made... (laughs) He made his maid, his cleaning lady, clean the downstairs bathroom uh, the day after. (laughs) My bad. Oops. And that was one they never used, right? Yeah, she said it was weird because they never used it. She never hardly had to clean it. Yeah, it was always clean. So, um, but he had specifically asked her to clean it. So when she goes in there, it's fucking covered in dirt and mud. Which is normal. Totally not normal. So this is this is the next day after he goes on this fucking jog. So um she cleaned it. There was mud and dirt everywhere and so this woman, the cleaning lady had no idea that Susan was missing at this point because it was like the next day. Um and really if Jim's like, "Well, where is she?" then he's not going to be like, "Well, hello cleaning lady, Susan's missing." You know, Susan's missing. Could you clean up this mud? <laughs> Please clean my Can mud. Can you clean up these bones? Right. So by the time she figured it out, she had already thrown away all of the evidence from that bathroom, which is sad because she felt really bad about it and was like, that would probably could have been like a big breaking point in that case if they could have figured out where the dirt came from. So, um, which will end up not mattering really no not really um so but she actually did go to the police and was like this is sketch like y'all need to look into this because this is weird and but there was nothing that they could do because the evidence was gone um how many people show up in a given day at a police station and say can you investigate this mud i found in my employer's bathroom <laughs> whenever you find out somebody's missing i mean yeah but okay at the same time right somebody walking in 
I found strange mud. Hmm. Okay. We're at genius fucking space. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and a little while later, a uh, utility worker came forward and said that he could see a car leaving Jim's house around 4 a.m. <sighs> Apparently, the um, the lights went out in their neighborhood that night. Yeah, it was storming. Yeah, it was Wasn't storming. It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the lights went out. And so there were utility workers trying to restore the lines. Um, it was her car, though, wasn't it? It was a black sob, yeah. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Sob. Um, he said that it could have been that, um, which is what Susan drove, and there was a power outage. Okay, I already wrote that down. <clears throat> um, Susan's sister thinks that that was Jim driving Susan's car. And that he killed Susan in rage and then panicked. But that he probably waited a few hours after the fact. So he's like, oh, well, I went to bed at 10. So if he killed her at 10, he probably waited a few hours and was like, I got to wait until there's nobody on the road. Otherwise, people are going to see me driving this car. And then there's witnesses that could come forward. Surprising amount of people out on the road that early, though. At four? I know. Trust me. I fucking know. Um, People have night jobs. Yes, and like, um, even whenever I've been driving at like uh, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, there's more people on the road than what you think there is. Yeah, when I leave for work at 4, there's more people out on this road Mm -hmm. here at Mm 3.30 than there is when I leave an hour later. Yeah, even whenever I was coming home from work at like uh, 3.30, 4 o'clock, it was, there were cars i mean it wasn't like a fucking you know ghost town but anyway this was 1996 so maybe less people had night jobs then especially in kind of an affluent neighborhood i would think that it would be easier to get a body out of your house unnoticed during the day yeah probably Because nobody's paying attention. Nobody's paying attention. Most people are at work. Mm. Probably the majority of people that live around you are at work during the day. That's a good point. People just use night because cover of darkness. They think nobody can see them. But a lot of people peek out their windows at night. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are watching. Especially when they hear shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, what's that? What's that? I mean, I know that we're I like did it that. earlier. Yeah. I saw headlights and I thought it was somebody pulling in our driveway. So I fucking tore the front door open like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. And peeked. Creep. I do it with the windows, though. I'm like, who's that? Who's that? Especially if it's tearing the blinds <laughs> open. Um, so she thinks that he did that, you know, um, and drove to a remote location and dumped her body and the car. And then, uh, then there was the story of taking the train. So, fucking Susan's car. Since since we're on that, because she had driven there, and then the car's just gone. <clears throat> Um, Susan's car was found three and a half weeks later at the fucking Reagan National Airport in Washington, D.C. So, I don't know how far away that is from, I don't know, distance from where uh, Jim's house was and the fucking airport. I have no clue. Well, I doubt live, I doubt Jim lived near an airport. <clears throat> I don't know. I have, I never looked it up because I just. It was probably it. quite a ways away. So, Jim actually ended up taking a lie detector test in November and failed it. 
Yeah, but lie detector gets so they get so murky, man. Like that's why they're not admissible in court. I know it's just funny when somebody is like, "I didn't do it," and they fail. The machine says otherwise, <laughs> bitch. So okay, so that back on the car though, um, they like totally fucked that up. They didn't check to see uh, how far the seat was scooted back because Jim was taller than Susan. Susan was actually a pretty small frame woman. Like, they didn't take soil samples off the tires either. They didn't take either. soil samples. They didn't uh, swab any of the steering wheel. They didn't check to see if there was blood in the car anywhere. Nothing. Like, what the fuck? Uh, th- and they have absolutely no idea how it got there, which is cool. Um, but he, <laughs> back, you know, back, back to Jim. So he fails that lie detector. And he said he looked at the lines and they were all the same. But the police said he failed. So that's not really how lie detector tests work. Anyway, there's going to be, like, the lines are going to be, like, Well, but is he, like, a fucking expert? I get fucking guess. Fucking expert Jim on everything. Mr. McCormick. (laughs) But he strikes me. You're going to get the McCormick people after us. He fucking strikes me as one of those people that's like, well, of course I know everything. We are a family gravy company. (laughs) Man. Cease and desist. Mashed potatoes and gravy sounds good, though. Sounds really good. I saw a picture on Facebook and I was like, ooh, because it's kind of cold outside. Oh, okay. But anyway, I keep like sidetracking. Um, so Jim uh, says that he was just defending himself and over there arguing. And, you know, as much as women can be abusive too, because there's absolutely no doubt, um, Jim has a history of abusive behavior. And here it is. <laughs> So, this motherfucker had drunkenly attacked the fucking police. Like, former colleagues. And it's all really well documented, too. Like, everything was documented. He had, like, gone off the fucking rails. And they documented it all. Strange you say that. And there's a train. Hmm. It's the gym train. Riding the gym train. No, we're not. Okay, so they were like... Um, there were police records. It's the McCormick gravy train. Oh That's the last time I'm going to mention them. <laughs> God I don't damn get it. <laughs> Please don't get us sued. We love McCormick. We Day use one. It. Sued. Day um, two. Who knows? Hmm. Okay. So there's police records, medical records, and a testimony from a forensic psychiatrist who all supported Susan's allegations. Um, Jim never even tried to look for Susan. Like, Never. Which I can kind of understand, like, she had broken up with him, but you know, you like, you beg somebody to come back. Well, even Susan's ex-husband was looking for her. Right. Poor Tom. Yeah, it was an amicable divorce and all that, but yeah, still, I mean. They have been divorced for a while. I can't too. say that if any of my exes went missing, I would go looking for them. Hmm. It would probably just be one of those things where I'm like, well, that sucks. True. Best of luck to you. Okay, so, um. <laughs> He never tried to look for her. And the episode ended... Oh, sorry. Ended there. And then there was an update. <laughs> because of course there was. So Susan's remains were found in 1996, two years after she disappeared. Because she um, disappeared in 1994. It was what? When did they get married? What did I say? 1988? 88 or 89. Yeah. This is really bad that I can't remember what you said, like, 
20 minutes ago. I know. But it's late and we're kind of sleepy. It's not late. It's 948. <laughs> we had a long That's day. adult late. It is. That's parent late. Okay, but so two years after she disappears, her fucking bones are found. <laughs> so they were found on like this weird hiking trail. Um, but if I read about this too, and it was a spot that they frequented, right? They had been there a year previous to Susan's disappearance. Yes. So it was a spot that he knew. Yes. Well. But also, I didn't write this down, but I do remember it. So, uh, Jim was like from the area. He knew the area well, and um, he knew like all the back roads. He knew how to get from one place to another in a way that you wouldn't necessarily take. Like, all the ways that we can get around here now, just back roads and shit. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to hit the fucking traffic. So he knew that area really well, and um, apparently they would go on hikes and shit, which is not the same as fucking running. No. Jogging. Jogging. Soft what jogging. What the fuck ever. Um, but they would go on hikes. Um, but they had been to this this spot in particular a year before her disappearance. Um, but Mr. Fucking Jim is like, well, I've never been there because Jim's always right. But the, the people, um, I guess who owned, I don't know how hiking trails and stuff work or that particular one. I have no idea. But there were people over there who they, um. Later will Google how to own a hiking trail. Hmm. Is it like owning a highway? Adopting? We don't really own it. You adopt it. Either way. And you allegedly give a shit about it. But, um, so he's like, well, I've never been there. And the people who, I guess, own it or whatever are like, no, we saw both of them here a year. Dude, Jim's life is full of snitches. Right. <laughs> they, well, so they were seen there in at least 1995. And, um... <clears throat> a lot of people, though, like, if you get questioned by the police about a friend, a lot of people are just going to be like, no idea. I know. No idea. But everybody no in Jim's life is like, listen. <laughs> He's got some that fucking problems. That motherfucker was there, and I have a picture. Yeah, right? They're like... I geocached his fucking location as soon as I saw him there because I knew Jim was up to some dirty shit. <laughs> the goddamn utility worker, the maid, the people on the It all seems to be trail. random people, too, not it just is. his friends. It's all random people. Even utility workers snitch on him. Right. And this, this is like... Um, this is... I don't know. It's just so strange because... I don't think he really had friends. Not with think, that attitude. I don't think any of them did. And besides, would you want to be friends with somebody that gets snitched on a lot? No. Because then I'll get snitched on. Even exactly. Even if I don't do anything. And plus, he'll probably fucking turn around... <laughs> right. And turn you in. <laughs> Snitch on you. Okay, so... Um, this case was closed after the Attorney General said there was a lack of sufficient evidence... Because there wasn't any evidence because they never fucking did anything. Like, thanks, guys. Um, her sons actually ended up suing Jim for uh, a wrongful death lawsuit and settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. But wasn't it something like $7 million or some shit that they were uh, going after Oh, I don't remember. I read the amount, but... Yeah, it was like a crazy amount of money, but... They... I assume the amount that they went in asking for was way higher than what they expected. And oh, yeah. they probably settled for way less than what they asked for, but... Mm -hmm. But it was an undisclosed <clears throat> amount that they eventually got. Which is funny to me, because um, with wrongful death lawsuits, that's basically like, well, yeah, I did it, but 
You can't pin it OJ. on OJ. Yeah, fucking OJ. Yes. Anything. Any fucking wrongful Probably death Probably one of the thing. most infamous wrongful death suits yes. ever. And paying, um, what's his name, Ron Goldberg? Goldman. Goldman. Paying his family because he, I mean, there was no reason that they had to believe that he didn't do it. Anyway, getting into a different thing. Um, but yeah, wrongful death lawsuits just, especially whenever they're settled, just scream to me. It's well. essentially a way of convicting somebody without getting a criminal conviction. They got, they probably got their peace more than anything. Like, I, I don't know about that. Getting money out of someone who murdered your mother is a lot different than getting a lethal injection for somebody who murdered your mother. I mean, that's and true. An, if, I mean, okay, so there could be some justice, I guess, in financially ruining him, but did it? Probably, probably not. Probably not. Well, I mean, what I mean with, like, some peace is that they settled on it. It was settled. It wasn't that he, like, continued going back and was like, no, I didn't do this. He basically owned up to doing it. He just, there wasn't enough evidence to convict him. But, of course, you know, this motherfucker died in 2007, so. It's oh, still... Jim's dead? Fuck yeah, he's dead. Oh, I thought he was still alive. No, he's not alive. He <laughs> See, that's what's tricky with Unsolved Mysteries episodes. No, yeah, Even I the kids now, when they watch it, they're like, that guy's probably dead. Oh, yeah. I know. They're way dead. <laughs> Especially, like, the first and second seasons, they're like, oh, they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> Especially the really old people on there. And it's sad, too, because some of those never get updated. So I'm like, like the ones with the missing people, and they want to oh, find yeah. their family member that they gave up for adoption or whatever, they never get updated, and it makes me sad because they're dead now. But anyway, so yeah, he died in 2007. The case has never been solved. Susan's death. Wasn't the theory that he took her car, parked it at Reagan International Airport, and walked around the city? Yeah, like that's what caught he was a bus and to... walked around the city or something like that's that. That's what he was like <clears throat> fucking saying to the cops to explain his went... missing time, mm -hmm. essentially. He did explain his missing time with the whole. Well, he went on a jog, and then I caught the train, and I walked around downtown Baltimore, and then I caught the same train back. And this is 1996. So there weren't but any aren't there also theories that he did it, but also did that same thing? <clears throat> it's possible. Because that would account for, like, the mud and stuff on his shoes. If he buried her out there, he would be muddy because it had been storming. What a ballsy motherfucker, mm -hmm. though. I mean, not in a good way. No, Just not in a good way. ballsy in a real dickhead sort of way. A, I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say in it. In a real gym way. I don't want to say it in a McCormick way. <laughs> <laughs> that's it in a real not name brand guacamole seasoning sort of way spicy mild taco seasoning but it's jim in his ground ginger sort of way it's just so <clears throat> peculiar to me that there was so much pointing to him and they were like well our hands are tied so we can't go investigate our like, hands are tied because we collected no evidence. Yeah, essentially. and I. All we me, could ascertain from finding her car was that she wasn't in it. The only thing that I can really I mean, think is maybe he was paying him off. <coughs> he was a rich guy. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I, I don't know how shit like that works. But I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think sometimes there's just a perfect storm of... Stupidity? Shitty police work? Short-sightedness. Hmm. I don't think I mean, in that. all honesty, if you investigate uh, something like that, 
was it the same department that found her car? I have no as idea. As who was investigating it? Because, I mean, once you get... Even if it was the same department, you've got probably a, a uniform, mm-hmm. not a detective, mm-hmm. who finds a car. I have no Is idea. Is your first thought going to be I to take soil samples off the tires if you're a uniform? I think the car was reported by the... Um, oh, the fucking airport. But I think that a lot... And how many abandoned cars are at airports? I know, that's I mean, why I'm like, eh... But um, you can leave your fucking car there forever, and people go overseas and never come back, you know? So they're like, well, it was in, like, a free parking place, I think. So I remember looking at the pictures. Um, there were some... Which will be posted on our Instagram, I assume. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I have to go look for them again, but... What's uh, our Instagram? Oh, uh, Stuck Inside Podcast. Do you have to have an at? Yeah. At. I don't use Instagram, so I don't know. It's at Stuck Inside Podcast. Okay, so yep, that is the very mysterious disappearance and death of Susan Harrison. I don't even want to call her Susan Harrison because that just feels like a stab. Sad. Because of Jim? Yeah. Fuck Jim. Susan's a lot better off without that gravy salesman anyway. (laughs) Not being dead, but I mean, fuck Jim. (laughs) <laughs> fuck Jim. Fuck Jim. That's, that's the end of the story. Fuck Jim. Yeah. And of course he died before anything happened to him. I know. He wouldn't have ever... See, that's why I'm saying it's probably some case oh. of a perfect storm of shithead luck. Oversight. And short-sightedness on the part Shitty of the police. police work, yeah. All right, well, I guess that's all. That about wraps it up. Yep. The so. moral of the story today is fuck Jim. Yeah. That's <laughs> and everyone who looks be... like Jim. It's going to be the uh, title of this episode. Fuck, Fuck Jim. Jim. <laughs> and everybody named Jim. Fuck you, Gravy Jim. Just go by your name. like your James is fine. James is a perfect name. Nah, he had to be a Jim. He had to be a fucking Jim. He had to be a Jim. God. Because right. Jim is such a negative name to have now. <clears throat> it's a boomer name. It is. It's, it's a boomer name. attitude. Well, he was a boomer. <clears throat> yeah, he would have been a boomer. Because he was born in the 40s sometime. So. Fuck, I don't know. Aren't the Eagles boomers? Oh, I don't know. I think it's... um. <laughs> That's not relevant. I'm just asking. I think it's like to 1955. It's the baby boom. I don't understand generations. My grandma is a boomer, but she's a sweet one. <laughs> she's so Happy birthday. I love it. She's so cute. Okay, but anyway, so if you want to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is at Stuck Inside Podcast. If you want to send us an email, you can email us at stuckinsidepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to be, you know, generous, <laughs> you can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash stuckinsidepodcast. Oh, I didn't know we had one. Yes, we do. I need to go and fix it because it's like, uh, I made it so long ago that it's not relevant, I guess, anymore. But... Please use the email exclusively for gravy recipes that don't require a packet. <laughs> really? <laughs> Somebody out there's got to have an award-winning gravy recipe that's not well-known. Right. Okay, well. Actually, don't share that one. We would love to hear your stories if you have anything gravy-related, I guess. Um, any spooky stories, any disappearances, family Any requests. Stories. Yeah, requests. Requests are a good one. Yeah, because we have a list, but... Um, we're always looking for more stuff. Always. 
Um, we actually have some written already <clears throat> since we've had such a long hiatus, but, uh, yeah, definitely take some requests. I'm just kicking the <laughs> okay, chair. I'm not okay. poking you. You're for poking a me. <laughs> um, and you know, money keeps us going with this. Um, you can see pictures of, um, our, the cases that we do. And, um, if you want to look at, you know, what people look like without having to Google it yourself, you can go look at our instagram so without having <laughs> without having to google it yourself so Just i guess cut out that really difficult step of yeah. typing somebody's name in and we also really like instagram followers so you can follow us and then you'll get a heads up because i'll upload the pictures before i upload the episode so hopefully we can get back into doing this every week hopefully oh, i just need to make sure that i can take every wednesday off <laughs> So, I mean, I have every Wednesday off, but when does it matter? It doesn't if I'm We not usually off. get busy. Yeah. Not like that. Oh, <laughs> don't. Getting busy. <laughs> no. Okay, we but. Just, we usually pass out at like 10 o'clock at well, night. Well, and I usually work on Wednesdays. Sucked into some fucking TV show. I think I worked a win. I think I've worked every Wednesday for the past like two months. This is the first Wednesday I've had off in a long time. I usually only have Thursday off, and then I work Friday, Saturday off Sunday. Because fuck Sundays. <laughs> but um fuck sundays fuck gym <laughs> fuck sundays and fuck gym all right that's the name of the episode all right then. okay well we are maybe going to record another one may as well right now maybe yeah i don't have anything ready okay well this one will be up in a couple of days anyway so check the instagram and you will see the pictures of what we're doing Tell us if we're boring. Please. Oh, yeah. Rate and subscribe. Do that, too. On what? Uh, iTunes. Oh. And we're I don't on, know where we are. Uh, I can't remember now. It's been so long. God. I am the pinnacle of professionalism <laughs> not knowing where any of this shit is. We are on iTunes, and we are on something else, too. I think Google Play. Oh. Hopefully, at some point, Spotify. I think we are on Spotify. that would be the easiest one. I think we are on Spotify. Everybody uses I'll Spotify. I'll have to check, and then we can do... I can update it on whatever the next episode is. All right. Neat. Well, this is a wrap. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Yay.